I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope your weekend treated you well. I am home. I'm here for like almost two weeks, so I'm going to get into a little bit of a routine. I'm pretty excited about it, Um, which is good timing because school starts tomorrow. So as I'm recording this, tomorrow is the first day of school and the whole family is getting back on a routine. This is really the first summer where we had no routine at all. Like normally I'm a little bit stressed about keeping the kiddo on a routine so that school's less of an adjustment. We also normally do summer camp, like day camp, and this is the first year where we haven't done that and we've traveled a lot and we've just kind of been all over the place and I'm a little <laughs> I'm a little like, oh no, we we should have prepped the kiddo more. But at the same time, like we have 50/50 custody and so every other week we are with the kiddo so like normally like if our kiddo was with us full time last week i would have started like getting back into the routine but they weren't at our house so it's just kind of like a little bit of limitation there but at the same time i mean we're just i'm so excited to get back into the school mode and to get into things i just think it's fun i love back to school season i did when i was like like a kid going to school, it always felt like a fresh start, like everything was new and clean. And I, I was always a really good starter, you know, in the seven, like the first month of school, I was like an A plus student. It would like slowly decline as the semester went on, (laughs) but I always started off really strong and I loved that, that time. Uh, Which brings me to my three good things for this week. The first one is I'm setting our kiddo up to pack their own lunch this year. They're going into sixth grade. It's just time. They want to still be packing lunch, but it's time for them to pack their own. And I am so excited about it because I've created like a little system for them that I'm pretty proud of. Like, I dedicated a shelf of the fridge to just like their lunch items and it's like organized for them and then there's like a menu on the fridge that's like main course because we kind of pack lunch the same way we have like a main course a fruit a veggie a dairy a drink and then a snack so I just put down what are the options for each of those things each day and then they can just go in and like pick from the menu and pack their lunch. And the first week I'm going to pack with them so that they just like get adjusted to doing it. But then I'm going to set them free after that and let them just kind of handle it. But I'm so excited. I love to make a system. I'm I'm not going to lie. Number two the second good thing is that practice I talked about a few a few weeks ago on a coffee chat episode of just focusing on today, like kind of treating it as if today is the only day that exists. And I'm finding this really supportive still. Um, I get caught up, of course, in stress and expectations of myself and kind of just over committing and overdoing. But when I can just pause for a minute and be like, today is the only day that's real. What do I want this day to be like? 
it can help me to sustain the stress that sometimes life requires of us, right? But it can also help me to prioritize the stress that's important or necessary and the stress that's absolutely not. And really allows me to be much more easygoing, go with the flow, like much more spontaneous and um, less grippy. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like holding a fist, like less, you know, moving into my one space of like wanting to have things the way that I want them. Number three is positive brainwashing. I've talked about this in the past, but I think it's been a while. And it's just the idea of intentionally consuming content that makes you feel the way you want to feel or even like motivates you to do the things you want to do. So let's say I want to really move my body and I'm not feeling motivated. I can watch someone's day in the life who has a really big workout routine and it'll make me crave moving my body. Or I, if I don't want to clean the house, there, I can like watch a video of someone cleaning their house and it can kind of make me feel up to doing that. Um, one that I did this morning was I, I've been really focusing on being more strategic in the the time that I spend. So not just like doing what I want to do or producing for production's sake, but really making sure that everything that I'm making is pointing toward a goal. That's a priority for me right now. And so I was watching a video of someone who I assume is an Enneagram 3, kind of talking through the way that they think about productivity and um, content planning and absorbing that into my brain to kind of motivate me to think more that way, kind of tap into the part of me that's a three. So that brings me a little bit into what I'm learning right now, um, which is really about setting goals based off of your values. You know, I think, I, I think we're often told the idea that happiness is what we should be aiming for. And I know this is my sevenness as well, but I think we're all kind of trained to think that our our goals the point of them is to make us happy and anything outside of that is like a mental illness you know if i'm not happy 24 7 all day every day like what's wrong with me or if i'm doing everything that i wanted to do and i'm doing all i've met all of these objectives but i'm still sad am i what you know what is the problem here and the reality is that like sometimes we're just not happy because we're human and emotions come and they go. Things remind us of things that hurt us in the past. Life is hard. We have to work to live. Living costs money, which is wild, right? Like the, the amount of stress that it takes to just exist is high. And our humanness requires emoting. Like we are not going to be just at this like perfect happy level all the time. And the reality is that things that make life worthwhile don't only bring us happy feelings. Yes, of course they're going to make us happy. Uh, maybe we're going to feel love or we're going to feel joy. Maybe we'll feel fear though, right? Like the fear of losing that good feeling. Maybe we'll feel shame. Like what if I am not good enough for this thing that I really want. Maybe we'll be hurt by that thing. You know, even great things can cause hurt. Even, even if they're not intending to hurt you or it's not even intentionally hurtful, it can remind you of a time that you were hurt. You know, like these, 
these things come with multiple layers of feelings. And so how do we know if it's working for us, right? Like if I'm like, I'm going to feel bad no matter what. I can't use happiness as a metric for whether or not this is a good fit for me. We can use our values. We can get clarity on who we want to be in these things. You know, kind of guiding our goal setting through the lens of meaning and purpose. So you might know this already, but typically I talk about my core desired feelings in the coffee chat episodes because I learned this from Danielle Laporte. It was really life-changing for me at the time. It was all about, you know, you set your goals based off of how you want to feel in your life. This resonated for me because I want to feel good, right? Like I have so many good feelings that I can channel and tap into so that I make sure that I'm living in the most satisfied existence. And it's kind of become outdated for me, I think. As I as I continue my seven work and focusing less on just feeling good and focusing more on like being who I want to be in the world, the the feelings-based metric isn't quite up to date for where I am in my journey. I still would give this advice to so many people. I don't think it's bad advice. I don't think it's like a bad lesson. It's just not the lesson that's useful for me right now. So I think I'm going to switch those to values-based goals. Um, Really using who I want to be in the world as the metric for what I decide to plan for. So instead of saying, okay, Sarah Jane, in September, I want to be abundant. I want to feel abundant, which is one of my core desired feelings for August. Instead saying, I want to be the kind of person who looks for abundance that is already here, right? I want to have an abundance mindset. I want to have a a grateful mindset. Um, So I'm going to focus in that direction moving forward, starting in September. I still have core desired feelings in today's episode, but um, yeah, starting in September, I'm going to move toward values-based planning. The other thing I want to do with that in mind is set my goals or use those values-based goals to determine my daily tasks. So I say I want to have freedom. I value freedom. Well, then what are the tasks that I'm putting on my list that are writing myself out of my ability to freedom now, but also future freedom, right? Um, So these are just things I'm playing with right now is values-based goals and then setting my tasks based off of how I want to be as a person and what I value. Now let's get into some reflections on last week. So Last week, I was in Washington, D.C. for an incubator. It was really fun. I was working with a client who is building out an influencer business. So we were talking about social media strategy. We did her headshots, which were stunning. Um, I was honestly nervous to do headshots because if you don't know, I'm a photographer. Like, that's my my training. I studied photojournalism in college. I had a photography business for like seven years. And... Um, But I don't do photography as often, especially portraits. And so it was really fun to get back into that. And I loved the photos we got, like absolutely loved them. 
Um, also, last week I decided something kind of big. I decided to up the amount of podcasts that I'm doing again. So I used to do Monday, Monday through Friday, like every day of the week. And now I just do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But I really miss being that daily connection point for y'all. Like having that sense that like we're touching in every day. I just think that's a fun rhythm for me. It's the content I want to be creating. And so I'm doing it. I think we're going to go back. I don't know exactly when I'm going to start. It might be like September. It could be maybe a month later than that. But we're that's that's kind of the decision that I made last week. I'm feeling vulnerable about cutting down on content elsewhere. So I realized and kind of decided I want to commit to the podcast as like my main content platform. I want to go all in on the podcast and make that my main priority, which means I need to cut down on content in other places and I'm uncomfortable with it. I I don't feel fear as much as I feel just like, like I've gotten into like such a rhythm and routine with producing a certain amount of content and it feels intimidating to cut that down because what do I do with that space, you know, which is exactly what I need to feel. Like I'm trying really hard to create space in my life where I am not doing anything, where I'm just allowed to think and be creative and be inspired. And I also really, a lot of my being resists that space, that that place of boredom. And so I know I'm going to cut down on content, but also like, what do I do with my hands? You know what I mean? That's the energy, but I'm going to figure it out. And I'm feeling proud of just like supporting the kiddo and the back to school experience. There's a lot of things that I feel really proud of in that. Um, we did meet the teacher last week and I was like, hey, I know our kid is a little bit on the anxious side. So like, what if we do like a walkthrough, like your first day of school, it's a totally new school for them, a totally new district. So there's like, let's walk through this school and just do a run through of your day. Like walk, I walk in the front door and I walk to the classroom and I can, our kiddo has like mentioned it multiple times now, just like how much that meant to them. Um, So that felt really good. I feel like back to school shopping, we nailed, like we did stitch fix for like most of their wardrobe and then we just did like one first day of school outfit that they picked all by themselves like from top to bottom and that felt really good like we kept it pretty simple which I was really proud of and yeah and getting them set up to pack their own lunches I'm just feeling like I'm doing a good job (laughs) not a perfect job but like a good job you know that feels really good Um, I also like got them together with my cousin, her kid is going to their school and they're in the same grade. And so I like was proactive in like getting them together before school started and our, they happened to have a birthday party. So we like went to the party, they met several kids from like a a new school. And I feel really proud of that because normally 
I am not the best at like being proactive in that way, like getting together with other parents. And um, it means easier because it's my cousin, but at the same time, it's a little intimidating for me. And so I, yeah, I stretch myself and I feel really good about it. So I'm proud of it. Moving on, um, core desired feelings. So for the month of August, I picked pleasurable, abundant, and alive. And I'm gonna feel pleasurable by planning a new morning routine around the kiddo schedule, I guess starting today. So I wanna make sure that my, I still have a morning routine and kind of go into it with intention with kind of our new rhythm. I'm gonna feel abundant by giving myself time each day for both fun and like tasks that I need to do for the house. Um, because what I find is that I tend to push all of my tasks to the weekend and then I often really like this where I just like knock everything out on a Saturday and then rest on a Sunday but I don't like for that to be every single weekend, you know? Like I want some weekends to feel more spontaneous and like I don't have a bunch of tasks to do. But in order to make that possible, I just need to integrate chores into my life like on a daily basis, which for whatever reason I find very challenging. Like even if I have the time, it's like, it never feels like I have the time. So I'm gonna try to do that. Um, and I'm gonna feel abundant by doing that because it's gonna be like I'm multiplying time. It's gonna, I'm gonna feel like I'm making more time for myself. And I'm gonna feel alive by being grateful in the moment for just like this beautiful life we're living and really paying attention to the things that feel good. And my self-care challenge this week. Okay, so last week my challenge was to clean out my car and I absolutely did not do this. And I think it was a little delusional to think that I would because I got back from DC on Thursday. We did meet the teacher that day. Friday, I was like in the thick of it with work. And then Saturday, Sunday, I was like doing chores around the house. And then I we had the birthday party and it was like, now we're here on Monday and obviously I didn't clean my car, you know? So that's fair. Um, but this week, my goal is to do a little chore each day instead of loading them up on Saturday. So fingers crossed that I balance that out a little bit. And then what's coming up in terms of content this week on the podcast Wednesday, we're going to talk about why we often feel the need to have a project. Is that a need that is necessary? Is it part of human nature to like need to be making something? Is it pressure from capitalistic society? Like we're gonna talk about this kind of undercurrent desire to have something that we're pouring into that is just ours or even a pressure to have something that we're pouring into that is ours, whether we want it or not. And then Friday, I am answering a question texted into the podcast phone line about how to know your core motivation and fear. Like how can you truly tell what is yours? So this week is an invitation to set your goals based on the kind of person you want to be in the world. And we're going to end today with a quote from Roy E. Disney. And it says, when your values are clear to you, making decisions becomes easier. All right, friends, thank you so much for being here. I love creating this content for you, and I will see you Wednesday for the next episode. Bye.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.